Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University, Belfast. This episode was recorded during the 2020 Graduate Recruitment and Placement Fair featuring Natasha Sai, Head of External Communications of Sony Limited, as she speaks on how to harness passion into a career path to get the best results. I'm Natasha Sai, Head of External Communications at Sony, that's the electricity system operator for Northern Ireland. We run the Northern Ireland power system and the wholesale electricity market. We work out of the Northern Ireland Power System Control Centre in East Belfast, and it's our job to match the demand for electricity with supply on a second by second basis and to transport it on the grid to where it's needed. Our new strategy is focused on delivering a clean energy system for Northern Ireland. Look, I mean, I think we all know that the climate crisis is very real. It's here. And we're working with government, with NIE networks, with the energy industry, with politicians, landowners, communities, youth activists and councils to transform the Northern Ireland power system for future generations. We're here at the Queen's Recruitment Fair virtually and we're looking for the next generation of electrical and power system engineers, climate scientists, market analysts and engagement and communication specialists who I will be working with. And it's great to have a chance to talk to you today. If you've got any questions or you want to get in touch about our graduate programme or placement opportunities, do drop me an email to info at sony.ltd.uk. Well, my journey here hasn't been exactly straightforward. And when I was at Queen's, if you told me I'd end up as a senior manager at a utility company, I really don't think I'd have believed you. At school, I was head girl in straight A's and living in Middlestar with my mum from Belfast, with my nanny and aunts and uncles in Belfast. Really, all I wanted to do was go to Queen's. But I had a love of geography and environment and of nature, and I was a young Greenpeace activist, and I thought I might study geography or geology. But I also had a love of debating, of the stage and of public speaking and was involved in local radio from when I was about 16. But I'm from a more traditional family, so you're either a doctor, an engineer or a lawyer. And so law it was. But from day one, it just wasn't right for me. I excelled at the more discursive, grey subject matter, but really not in the technical. And that's no reflection on my tutors in Queen's or the faculty. It's just the way my brain's wired. Um, I also discovered student and independent radio, and I really did spend most of my time fitting the odd class in between radio stations, hosting my own shows, eventually getting a slot on Cool FM at the age of 19, and that was it really. Um, at that point, contracts, land disputes and tort really just weren't doing it for me. I should also say that I had a very healthy social life perhaps spending more time in the speakeasy than I did in the law library, which uh, didn't help uh, grow my love of law. Um, but then I developed another dream. I'd stand outside the revolving door of the BBC in town and just think I want to work there. Radio was good. It wasn't enough. I wanted to be on TV and I wanted to move into reporting using my investigative nature, my passion for public speaking and my love of current affairs to become a reporter. And that's what I did. I completed law. Then I moved to England where I did a postgrad in broadcast journalism, worked my way uh, through the BBC until I was the most senior general reporter in the Belfast news newsroom and acting Ireland correspondent. And I worked on every story imaginable from the MTV Europe Awards coming to Belfast to the unfortunate economic downturn to uh, from elections to crime. Um, my work took me to Europe, to Africa um, and to the Indian Ocean. 
um, where I spent time uh, on an assignment which actually became the longest foreign assignment ever completed by Northern Ireland reporters. And during that time, that really changed me. I spent some time reflecting on what I wanted to do with my life. I'd, I'd become really good at reporting at journalism. I was at the top of my game, but it wasn't exciting anymore. It wasn't a challenge. And so I stepped into business and I haven't looked back. Um, I lead a team of amazing PR, media, communications and engagement specialists doing the most challenging work I've ever done. And one thing I really loved about the BBC is that you never really knew what a day was going to throw at you. And it is absolutely the same in business. And what's amazing about this role is that it's a complete blend of everything I'm good at and interested in. So people, current affairs, and with that focus that we have on climate change, well, I've just come full circle in terms of my love for the environment and sustainability, which I really care about. But I, I should say none of this was planned, um, but I am really passionate about what I do. And if it's challenging, then I bring my best every day. If, if it forces me to drive hard, then it is something I will stick with. And if you're like me with a fire in you, with that drive, harness that passion, hook it into your career and keep moving until it feels right and you will succeed. A law degree from Queen's has provided me with a really solid platform to allow me to make all of these jumps and leaps. It says to an employer that you're informed, you're considerate, you're investigative, you're confident and analytical. You could be a judge, you could be a barrister, a solicitor, an in-house uh, solicitor, um, or you could become a reporter, or you could become a business leader. With a law degree from Queen's, really, the world is at your feet. So go grab it. So passion. I've talked here a lot about my own passion, how it motivates me, drives me, but there is a balance. And I think at times my passion has blinded me, particularly perhaps when I was at the BBC, where I would have got just, just gone through walls really to succeed without perhaps taking on bored others or their feelings or collateral damage really. And you can really only get so far on the steam of your own passion. To be truly successful, and I mean this, you need to take that passion, use it to motivate others, collaborate with them, understand what makes them tick, and then think about how you can combine all that fire together to together achieve all that's possible. You know, people with passion are warriors. We're fierce, we're strong, but I've learned that that can be intimidating and, and that can lead to isolation. So don't do a solo run. Find your squad, find your network, your battalion. You'll achieve so much more together and it will be a much better experience for you. If you're interviewing for a role, display your passion proudly and it will shine through, but make sure you back it up. And that means giving examples of how you've put your passion into play to go the extra mile, whether that's being top of your class and your subject, whether that's volunteering, coaching others, or taking on extra training. And try to keep a lid on your passion during an interview. What I find throughout my whole career, and it continues to this day, is that nerves and passion can be a really dangerous combination. So you can go one of two ways. You can appear arrogant and overconfident, or you can get jittery and you can end up waffling. So breathe, prepare, prepare again. And when you get into that room, whether you're presenting or you're sat in front of an interview panel, plant yourself like a big oak tree. You know, really sink your feet into the floor like you're growing roots and take some time to blossom. 
In terms of working through the pandemic, no one saw it coming, but business has had to pivot really quickly to mitigate its impact. And as a business leader, it's not just about keeping the business afloat, about meeting targets or sales. It's very much about working with your colleagues, looking after your friends or your alliances in your working world. And I'd really hoped by the time the Queen's Recruitment Fair was on that we'd be able to set up our Sony stand to meet you and understand your passions and dreams for your future career. But we're really pleased to be taking part virtually and as I've said, if you want to know more about Sony or our graduate scheme, drop me an email to info at sony.ltd.uk and we'll make sure we put you in touch with the right person. And that's info at soni.ltd.uk, just to clear that up. Uh, I do feel a bit tired at this point. The last few months have been challenging, not just for our business, but for Northern Ireland PLC. But to get through this, we all need to dig deep, keep going. And let's face it, if Northern Irish people are anything, we are resilient. And I think this is a key skill for working through the pandemic and actually for, for work in the future for you guys. You have to have that grit and determination and drive to keep going. But you need to hold on to your vision and passion, not just to get through the other side, but also to do your best to ensure your business and your role is successful, to try to meet those targets and to keep the business afloat. On that, you need to be flexible and adaptable. Part of my role is overseeing our external engagement programs, and we've had to make changes really quickly to move on to digital and, and online platforms such as this in order to meet people like you and have those conversations. You need to be empathetic as well. What issues are your colleagues dealing with at home? How can you support them? You know, really, relationships are the absolute cornerstone of good business. Taking time to get to know those who you're working with. If someone doesn't sound right in the phone, you'll know that they, there's something wrong. Or if someone is on a video call, but maybe isn't making a, as much of a contribution as they would normally, well, what's going on? You know, you need to find that out and try to help. That's really important. But it's also essential to look after yourself uh, to ensure that you get that me time that you need for that headspace. I really like to swim outdoors alone um, just so I can, I can have that little bit of, of downtime. We will absolutely get through this. Uh, it will be hard at times. So channel that passion that you have to keep focused on what's important and look after yourself and others. In terms of my final words, I just think you're so lucky. Um, enjoy and soak up every minute of your time at Queen's. Think about what you want to get out of it and do it your way. I've talked a lot about passion here. What I've said is it's a great thing to have. It's, it's a warrior's trait, but create your battalion. Don't do it on your own network and make those friends for life. I mean, my best friends are my family. I met them at law school at Queen's. They're my unit. They're my power source. I just couldn't imagine life without them. So go get that. Go get it all. Take everything that this experience has to offer you. And on passion, it is an exceptional standout quality, but it is like magic and you have to challenge it and control it and make it work for you. So look, every good wish on your journey at Queen's and I look forward to maybe hearing from some of you. Take care. You have been listening to Find Your Future, a podcast from careers, employability and skills at Queen's University Belfast. For more career helps and advice, visit go.qb.ac.uk careers.